Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy. We're living on God's Word. Today, we're going to be reading Genesis chapter 25 from the Jesus Bible, NIV edition, review key takeaways, and end our session with a short prayer. So let's get started. The death of Abraham. Abraham had taken another wife, whose name was Keturah. She bore him Simran, Jokshan, Medan, Midian, Ishbak, and Shua. Jokshan was the father of Sheba and Dedan. The descendants of Dedan were Asherites, Letushites, and Leumites. The sons of Midian were Ephah, Epher, Hanak, Abida, and Elda. All these were descendants of Keturah. Abraham left everything he owned to Isaac, but while he was still living, he gave gifts to the sons of his concubine and sent them away from his son Isaac to the land of the east. Abraham lived 175 years. Then Abraham breathed his last and died a good old age and an old man full of years. He was gathered to his people. His son Isaac and Ishmael buried him in the cave of Machpelah near Mamre, in the field of Ephron, son of Soat the Hittite, the field Abraham had brought from the Hittites. There Abraham was buried with his wife Sarah. After Abraham's death, God blessed his son Isaac, who then lived near Be-Lai-Roy, Ishmael's sons. This is the account of the family line of Abraham's son Ishmael, whom Sarah's slave Hagar the Egyptian bore to Abraham. These are the names of the sons of Ishmael listed in the order of their birth. Neboeth, the firstborn of Ishmael, Kedar, Adbil, Mifsam, Mish- Mishma, Duma, Masa, Hadad, Tima, Jetur, Nafish, and Kedema. These are the names of the twelve tribal rulers according to their settlements and camp. Ishmael lived a hundred and thirty-seven years. He breathed his last and died, and he gathered to his people. His descendants settled in the area from Havilah to Shur, near the eastern border of Egypt, as you go towards Ashur. And then they lived in a hostility towards all the tribe related to them. Jacob and Esau. This is the account of the family line of Abraham's son, Isaac. Abraham became the father of Isaac, and Isaac was forty years old when he married Rebekah, daughter of Bethuel, the Aramean from the Paddan Aram, and sister of Laban, the Aramean. Isaac prayed to the Lord on behalf of his wife because she was childless. The Lord answered his prayer, and his wife Rebekah became pregnant. The babies jostled each other within her, and she said, Why is this happening to me? So she went to inquire of the Lord. The Lord said to her, Two nations are in your womb, and two people from within you will be separated. One people will be stronger than the other, and the older will serve the younger. When the time came for her to give birth, there were twin boys in her womb. The first to come out was red, and his whole body was like a hairy garment. So they named him Esau. After this, his brother came out with his hands grasping Esau's heel, so he was named Jacob. Isaac was sixty years old when Rebekah gave birth to them. The boys grew up, and Esau became a skillful hunter, a man of the open country, while Jacob was content to stay at home among the tents. Isaac, who had a taste for wild game, loved Esau, but Rebekah loved Jacob. Once, when Jacob was cooking some stew, Esau came in from the open country famished. He said to Jacob, Quick, let me have some of that red stew. I'm famished. That is why he was also called Edom. Jacob replied, First sell me your birthright. Look, I am about to die, Esau said. What good is the birthright to me? But Jacob said, Swear to me first. 
So he swore an oath to him, selling his birthright to Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau some bread and some lentil stew. He ate and drank and then got up and left. So Esau despised his birthright. This is the end of Genesis 25. So one of the things that we see in Genesis chapter 25 is not only the lineage um, from Abraham, Isaac, and onward, but we also see that there's a lot of grace being extended and, and there's a lot of role reversals. We see originally Adam and Eve, when they sinned, instead of retribution, God gave them grace, but their son, uh, we see that Abel was the one that gained favor with God over Cain because Abel actually granted, um, offered the sacrifice out of faith um, as opposed to Cain that revealed a sinful heart and his encounter with God and also offered his sacrifice out of more obligation than anything else. God spared uh, Noah and his family, not because he was sinless, fought for it, but because of the grace of God. And also God made Abraham into a great nation, not because he deserved it, but basically because um, he promised this to Abraham and Abraham was obedient. So let us pray and reflect on God's goodness. Father God, thank you so much for the word that you give us today. Thank you for showing us your eternal mercy and grace in everything that you do. When we deserve retribution, punishment, revenge. You don't give us any of that. Instead, Lord, you give us grace. And through the Bible, you've shown that in order to maximize the glory to you, you offer grace. When Jesus was crucified, you offered grace. So, Lord, we just want to ask you to guide us every day to send that Holy Spirit to dwell in our hearts so that the Holy Spirit can take control of our mind, of our words, of our actions. And when we find ourselves in the midst of a response to our fellow Christians, that we don't do this out of a bad heart, that we do it out of an abundance of love and caring and that we suspend whatever it is that we're thinking and feeling, and that we just remember that we are to treat Christians with eternal grace, everyone, Christian and non-Christian alike. We are to always offer love and never reproach, offer understanding and never judgment. Lord, help us do this. Help us be a better reflection a better vessel of you, of your love, of your grace, of your generosity, of your mercy to us and to this world. We know that you love us. We know you created us in your image. We know one day we'll be reconciled back unto you. And we can't wait for that day to come. But until then, Lord, please again send the Holy Spirit to dwell within us. We ask this in the name of your Son, Jesus. Amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of Genesis chapter 25. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.